In this episode of Team Superdad, I talk to David Walsh, YouTube coach, expert, video creator, and badass ninja warrior. Roll theme. Welcome to Team Superdad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Hey, the Team Super Dad podcast. We are live again, second day in a row. What's happened? It's like a blooming bus, isn't it? Two coming along at once, uh, which is awesome. Also, an indication of things cranking up with Team Super Dad, and that is exciting as well. As you know, if you've watched, uh, joined us before, Team Super Dad is a community for for dads, for dads who want to create the life they desire rather than the life they feel stuck with. And to do that, we really lean in and focus on the important areas of focus, fitness, family, finance, and fun. And today I'm talking with David Walsh, who's going to join us in just a moment. And David in his work is like ticking multiple boxes of those. Uh, (laughs) One of the smiliest guys you're going to see on, on YouTube. And that is David's speciality. Although obviously with LinkedIn and stuff and live streaming here, you might be watching on 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 youtube on facebook uh on twitter you know live streaming is everywhere and it's great that we can have this technology at our disposal but to really be successful with it uh takes another whole level of knowledge and and trickery and that is what we're going to talk with david about today also he's a badass taekwondo expert from back in the day uh, so we're going to find out some of that story as well so without further ado oh and if you are watching please consider sharing this as as we go along. If you're watching the replay, start a watch party with your network and we can grow this. And if you're on the podcast, well, thanks very much for having us in your ears and in your car. Head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a review and uh, and share this as well. We, you know, the more dads we can bring in, the more men we can help around the world to create the life they desire, to have fun with their family and to create the success they want in their work. So let's bring David in. David, good afternoon. How are you, sir? I'm very good. How are you? Very well, too. Very well, too. Where are you in the world today? Uh, I am actually in very sunny Enfield, North London. Good to see you. Welcome to to our North London posse. Uh, But also, your accent is not a London accent, is it, sir? No, no, no. I I do pronounce my words properly. So, yeah, uh, I'm Irish. So, uh, yeah, I grew up uh, in Ireland and came over, goodness me, what, 20-something years ago now. So, yeah, I've been here a bit too long. <laughs> One of my best friends in the world, he's got a proper broad scouse accent, lives in Southampton. And uh, and if truth be known, he actually moved out of Liverpool when he was about four. <laughs> yeah, kept the accent because it, it separated <laughs> him from everyone else. Got his family roots. He likes it and all that sort of stuff. So, so that's all positive. So, thanks for have being on today, David. I've absolutely no doubt. Uh, I know from the Team Superdad community that YouTube is is a popular subject, of course, for work, definitely. Yeah. But um, most dads, um, their kids have got an, an an iota of confidence. Will be shooting videos and wondering what they can do with them. So, um, you know, really keen to 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 just get your views on that as well. Like Absolutely. How, how can we encourage or support our kids and do that? Yep. Keep them safe as well, of course. Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, Very important. And, you know, you've got some amazing courses and different resources that people can, can, um, can access as well. So if anyone's kind of like trying to take notes or wondering like if we're going to go into real 
full on detail about this. This this isn't a tutorial, so to speak. This is really an introduction to to David to, to have some fun with the conversation, to get some pointers. And then, you know, David's got some free content um, and some paid programs as well. So um, as you can imagine, I wouldn't have him on if he didn't know his stuff. So I fully recommend and endorse that. But David, first of all, like, I love a bit of backstory, you know, yep. the old tell your the story. Old online, story I'm sure yeah. That, yeah. You're, you're like Taekwondo former. Are you a former Olympian? Is this true? Uh, I wish I could say that. No, I used to compete in Olympic Taekwondo. I oh. tried for one, two, three Olympics and unfortunately didn't quite make it. Um, but yeah, I used to do Olympic Taekwondo. I've, I've competed in five world championships, six European championships representing Ireland, uh, international silver medalist, 16-time national champion. And in fact, I held four British titles in one year um back goodness me back in about 2004 i think so yeah i i didn't quite make the olympics but i did everything else so this isn't like a um jamaican bobsled team you actually were quite good uh, i was yeah i could hold my own yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna poke you in the eye that's for sure <laughs> well i'll take you out for a beer with me that's that that's good i'd rather have you on my side i i think like that and this was basically part of your entrance and introduction into the world of video and, yep. and, and, and well, before online DVDs all around the world. Yeah. Yeah. So um, as a competitor, you know, you want to review your competition. You also want to see what other um, top countries are doing, what other, you know, Olympic and world champions are doing. So I used to sit there with my camera at the world championships, European championships, uh, when I wasn't competing and I was filming everyone else, obviously the day I was competing, that went out the window. But over time, I had built up this massive library of world championships, world champions, European champions. And people began to ask me, it says, oh, could I get such and such a weight division or could I get such and such a competitor? And over time, it was like so many people had asked me, I thought, hmm, maybe there's a business in this. So I decided as I was coming towards the end of my career that I would set up a company, TKD DVD, um, and I would actually get the rights to world championships, European championships, broadcast them on Eurosport, create the official DVDs, and literally sold them all over the world. So yeah, back when DVD, well, the first thing I actually did was VHS tapes. I did one world championship <laughs> on, on a four pack of VHS. So that's like going back way back now. That was 2003 I did that. And DVDs were just coming in um, at that point. And it was it was getting easier to be able to make DVDs. Um, you didn't have to be a big company with like expensive hardware or anything like that. So, yeah, 2004, we moved into DVD full time, left the VHS behind. That was a bit of a nightmare anyway. But, uh, yeah, DVDs were considerably easier uh, to make back then. And this is pre-YouTube, pre-online like online video. Uh, the online video at the time was very difficult. It was like you could upload like a five or 10 meg file. Um, it'd be about two minutes, but it was like the size of a postage stamp. It would stop oh, yeah. because bandwidth just didn't allow it back then. We were still on dial up. Half a meg broadband was like the, the ultimate in, uh, broadband capability back then. So yeah, we were still on dial up. So, uh, yeah, DVDs were the thing. So yeah, I, I began to make them instead. And then. I mean, because I worked at Lycos in 99 into 2000 and 2002, I was, I was there about three years. 
and people would come and give present, you know, the so-and-so company who wanted yeah. to be part, you know, wanted to get their content on Lycos or their tech on Lycos. Yeah. And I sat in meetings where people were like, right, here's on, on here's online video. And like, that's shit. <laughs> And of course, they, it was it was amazing uh, because it was still pioneering. But they yeah. sat there with their heart and soul into getting this video online, and you're just thinking, "There's nothing I can do with that." But that exactly. was the forerunner to everything that we've got today, which is absolutely exactly. brilliant. And um, I'm, you know, going to rush through some of this so we can get into the into the good stuff at the end. But in terms of YouTube, were do you, you know were you were were you on there from the start, or was it an accident? Like what happened? And no, it wasn't an accident. And unfortunately, I wasn't there at the start. I didn't, I didn't take advantage of it when it came out in 2005, 2006. Um, my uh, origin story with that is like, I did two things. Like I started out as a web developer. That's how I got a job over in the UK. Um, for, through my web development skills back in like the late nineties, being a web developer was like, you are gold dust. Yeah. People would pay, would throw money at you if you had web development skills. Um, so that's what got me the entry here. So I was doing the video on the side. I was working in corporate. I was, I was actually selling software that had web development tracking capabilities in the CRM. Um, so I, I then went back to doing web development when I got... It sounds fun. Yeah, so it, <laughs> it, was, it was good, you know, but I, I focused on the higher end of web development. Like I was doing okay. higher end membership sites rather than... Um, and this is working for myself, not in corporate anymore. So I was doing higher end membership sites. Oh, got it. Okay. So it actually was quite fun. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was working for myself, being able to work from home. So that was fine. Um, and, um, it was just, it came to the point where, you know, anyone who works for themselves is like they spend the time selling. And then once they've got the sales in, then they've got to spend their time fulfilling and they don't go back to getting more clients in and doing more sales. So I had done that, but I'd come to the end of the contract for two clients. So on the same day, those two clients had finished up. It was the beginning of January 2000, it, yeah, 2013, January 2013. So we just had Christmas. We're in probably the most expensive month of the year. So you just have Christmas out of the way. You've got New Year's out of the way and all the bills have stacked up into January. So um, my wife, at, um, well, she was my fiance at the time, was out of work as well. She worked in the fashion industry, so she didn't have any work. So basically, the two of us were unemployed. Um, so I was sort of losing a bit of sleep over. I was beginning to freak out a little, two of us. You know, we, yeah. I, I, was, I was beginning to go into a spiral thinking, well, you know, I'm the man in this relationship. I should be able to take care of us. I should have this crap sorted out. All of these sort of things began to, to fester in my head. So one morning, as I lay in the bed, just wide awake, sort of paralyzed, not being able to do anything. Lena just says to me, you know what? Just get out and go for a run. Clear your head, go for a run. She knew me. She knew that getting out for exercise of some description was going to help. So threw on my stuff, <clears throat> went out, jogging along. And instead of asking myself, like, how could I let this happen? Or what did I, you know, how could I be so stupid? I sort of asked, began to ask better questions. So I said, well, what worked before that brought in those clients in the first place? And then it hit me. It was like I had put up four videos on YouTube. Each video brought in a new client and it was worth about 10 grand's worth of business, those four videos. And I went, holy crap, what the hell did I stop doing this YouTube thing? And the weird thing about it is that all those clients all came from San Diego. I have no idea why, but they all came from San Diego. <clears throat> so I'd hop on Skype and go, oh, how did you find me? Oh, came across your YouTube video. I was like, holy crap. So... Uh, 
immediately turned around, raced home, and that was the decision there. And then I've got to do this YouTube thing. But I can't do membership sites and product launches because I'll have about 15 videos to make, and then I'm stuck. I just couldn't sustain content on that topic. So I said, I may as well do this YouTube thing. There's only there's not that many people talking about YouTube, and YouTube at the time were doing a very bad job of yeah. showing people how to use our platform. So I thought there's an opportunity there. And what and what year again is this? This is 2013. And that's important yeah. for for dads to realise, you know. But there's there's on the one hand, no one is an overnight success. Yeah, really correct. Um, and on the other hand, you've got to dive in and start somewhere. So you're wanting to make money. You're wanting to be a success and you've got four videos up there, which aren't even on the topic you're going to be be speaking about. Correct. You pushed on, you, you, you had a vision for yourself. Your, your Lena was bought into it. So you had the support there. Um, you've got a bill coming down the line for a wedding. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, because that's it, because, you know, dads, you know, men, mum's watching this as well. Right. But, you know, I know that, quite often we're faced with this shall I, shan't I, I've got my job. It's quite comfy. I've got a vision of something that I want to create. And it's really easy to have these kind of conversations and people go, Oh yeah, well you wouldn't get someone on who'd, who'd, who'd it gone, gone bad for. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of true, but still success or failure, it comes from making a start. So, so kudos to you for diving in. And how did you, how did, how did you suck up enough knowledge to get started? Or do you know, there's that people, people have differing <laughs> views about imposter syndrome and stuff, but you, you decided you were going to be a YouTube expert and you weren't easy, quite easy. I would go on YouTube, research the topic or go through the ins and outs, like how to set up stuff myself and basically just record a video on it. And yeah. um, so I would basically learn in the morning, create the video in the afternoon and post it in the evening. So that's really it. It wasn't, it wasn't that difficult. Um, it's just that people were finding it difficult to find good information, like step-by-step information and showing them the exact things to click on and what to do at the time. So there was a massive opportunity uh, for, for, for me to come in and take advantage of that. So, yeah, February 19th, I uploaded my first video. I uh, got 1,500 views on that video in the first day, 75 extra subscribers. So I thought, hmm, there's something in this. This might work. <laughs> this might work. It just might work. So, uh, yeah, it took me 10 months to get to 10,000 subscribers and just over three years to get to 100,000 subscribers. I mean, that's and is, is that still achievable in, in the way that YouTube is here? Got a little question. Um, it, it is. It depends on the niche you're in. Obviously, in the how-to YouTube space, it can be a bit more difficult. And for businesses, it, we, we're finding with our clients, it is that bit more difficult. And uh, we sort of have to be more conservative with the numbers we're expecting to reach. But it's definitely uh, achievable. Um, if you get into, like, say, the family vlogging niche or something like that, it's, yeah. it's definitely achievable. Uh, they are very popular. Uh, there's lots of people looking for content like that. There's lots of people already watching that sort of content. And if you've got a personality that comes cr- across well on camera, uh, you can do very well. Yeah. And I've got a couple of questions co- coming in. Thanks to those people that are commenting. And everybody can do that. If you want your name to come up, just go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook and that will give that permission. One of the dads says, didn't expect this topic in here. And it might be the same ones saying that's rapid growth for the 10,000. 10,000. And in terms of the first question, this is about dads creating 
the life they want, more streams yeah. of income. It could be that their job in the day and the second side hustle in the evening. It could be finding the confidence to dive in and, and go and do this. Yeah. Um, and I know from the um, um, SFM, the, the um, six-figure mastermind, um, what am I talking about? How to create an online business, basically. Yeah. Um, that that using video in a way to promote and support something that you're doing as a as a, as a side as a side project um, can turn it into way you know can turn it into that break from the nine to five and the, yeah. and, the and the rat race that people are so desperate for. So uh, and, and as we spoke about at the beginning, there's opportunities here that kids might want to get involved, and you do something as a family. There are it's not just the Kardashians that have made themselves famous. Um, the Norris Nuts over in Australia is an absolutely phenomenal yeah. case study example of a family that have grabbed YouTube and, and are now turning it into their to their livelihood. So, and that and that dovetails into what you were just saying about the speed in which you can grow something. Yeah, is you know what are the sort of the bullet points around um, uh, uh, being successful? I mean, we can dig into them more in a minute. In a minute, but there must be some kind of four or five things that you need to do. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure well, it's sort of the big, the big chunks uh, that you need to focus on when you're starting out. Even even if you have zero camera skills or zero presentation skills or whatever, is to be consistent. So pick a day, like at least once a week, where you're uploading your content consistently. So if it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever, pick one day and upload one video per week. Start there. Don't think you're going to go. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to vlog for 30 days straight because you will burn yourself out if you haven't done this at all ever. Yeah. Um, so just pick one day a week and just upload every single week. Be consistent. And that's what I did uh, with my channel, just one video per week. And we're, we only recently went up to two videos per week. Um, well, we went up to three and we, we're now back to two. We went up to three during COVID because we could. Yeah. Uh, but now we're back. Now we're down to two videos per week. So up till like March this year, we were still just doing one video per week. So you don't have to make bajillion videos. One video per week is all you really need to do and be consistent and tell people when you're, you know, when your videos are going to be uploaded, tell them to subscribe, like and share all that stuff. All those things. Don't ask them, hey, if you like this, would you mind subscribing? No, tell them. Um, and that's what we do with our clients is like you give them the command and they will do it or it increases the likelihood of them doing it anyway. Yeah. Um, and just I say be yourself, but be your best self. Um, you know, you don't want to be the self that sort of falls asleep on the sofa and has a bit of drool going down your mush. Yeah. Um, you, you know, unless that's you know, that that's what you're trying to bring across, but be the best version of yourself. Uh, bring energy to your content um, because that will transfer across the video. And uh, that's pretty much it. Just be known for one thing as well. Don't try to do too many things. Um, pick a, if, if you're still trying to find what your niche you want to be in, pick two or three, maybe four tops. Try each one of those out. See which ones work best and then just stick at one two at a top uh, at maximum and okay so th yeah I, I get that you know that's those checklists are pretty much like kind of a checklist for life really isn't it if you're gonna <laughs> want if you want to get fit like just go out and do a bit of running like just just yeah. make sure you 
got the right train and make sure you've got a rough idea of where you're going to go. Yeah. Make sure that you stick to it for a period of time so that you start to actually enjoy it and don't it's freak sustainable, yourself out. That you're not killing um, yourself. You're not ruining your joints and, you know, yeah, same yourself. with being a dad when you're having a baby. When I talk to yeah. people about to be new dads and they're freaking out, they're like, "What am I going to do? What am I going to?" You're going to be fine. We're just going to enjoy this and actually and actually get on with it. What about people who are? I've got so many questions. This is with, with this is this is and this is the magic of this topic. And, and maybe we'll do a Q and A inside the Team Superdad community one day. Would be, would be quite handy. Um, the guy that's just put a question in. I'll come to that in a second. It's quite a long question. But um, if if you're sat there and you're thinking, do you know what? Here's a good one, right? I'll lead this into the question. People make the most random videos, don't they? Yeah. So I, my old Vauxhall Safira car, the the petrol cap thing wouldn't open. Turned out it was some kind of problem that other people had. Yeah. And some random guy had made a video and it yep. had 25,000 views, basically. So you think it... It was a common problem. Yeah. 25,000 people had the same problem. Yeah. So it's completely random, but then there's a whole bunch of other people and that's how the world has, has shrunk. So, but, but, but the flip side of that is what if someone's thinking about doing this, but is put off by the idea, Oh, it's already been done. There's already someone there's the Norris nuts have already got a million users. Why is anyone going to be interested in my family? Um, and, and you can relate that to someone's business as well. Why should I make videos of, of how we fix cars? If someone's already made them, what do you say to people when they come to you with that concern? It's always down to personality. People buy the person, the, the, the product or the service is usually secondary. They buy the person first. If they don't like you, if they don't like your personality, chances are they're not going to stick around. When they like your personality, you can increase it. You'll, well, you'll definitely increase the chance of the sale. And you might, even if they don't want your necessary product or service, if they like you and see some sort of an excuse to buy it, They'll buy it. So the same with your content. Um, if, if people who watch family vlogs don't just watch one, they don't watch two. They watch a whole host of them. Um, just like people who watch soaps don't just watch one. They watch all of them. Ask my mother. She'll, she starts at <laughs> seven. Then she has EastEnders at seven thirty, uh, Coronation Street at eight, you know, so she watches them and, and they're, and they're scheduled for. Is she happy perfect. though? Is she happy? <laughs> uh, no, she's not. She definitely is. <laughs> um, but, you know, people don't just watch one vlogger. Yeah. Uh, they don't watch one personality on YouTube. They watch multiple. Well, so the magic up- of that is that your mum is a target audience for soap operas. They are giving her what she wants and she'll lap it up as long as it's available. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, um, and it's the same on YouTube. If you give something, um, people entertainment, um, give them something to look forward to on a weekly basis or daily basis if you want to go as a daily vlogger. Um, they will come back again and again and again and again and again, and they will be your biggest fans. So it's actually down to you. Even if like TV shows have been done, does that stop companies making more TV shows? No. Does it stop movies being rehashed and redone? No. So people will go back and watch stuff they've already seen or stuff that they already can anticipate so it's it's all down to you. Your personality is what they're buying. Yeah. I often, it cracks me up. There's those TV programs where famous son takes old mum or dad around the world. Yeah. And there's one on each channel. 
how did they get away with that so so what's his name comedian rocks up at itv and says i've had this idea it's genius i'm going to take my mum around the world and we're going to do crazy things yeah you're going to pay for it yeah and and then they've been Freddie Flintoff or someone else is doing it on Sky. Yeah, exactly. yeah you've got exactly. Ramesh Ranganathan on BBC. You've got Jack, exactly. Jack Whitehall on BBC. You've got Bradley Walsh and his son on ITV. You know. I'm like, they'll never know. They'll never yeah, 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 know. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so th- th- this ties in beautifully to the question. Right? I'm going to post it up just so people can see, but it's too long for everyone to read. Look, it doesn't even uh, cover over there. But this dad says... He's, he's, he's busy. He's got the background skills. So that's also a bonus. But the real question here is how do I balance my time to create YouTube content for a channel and my work and being a decent dad? I think I've got my answer to that, but but what would you say? It is all in the planning. It is all down to planning. Um, the beauty about YouTube is, is that you don't like, you don't have to do everything live. You don't have to do everything in a sequential weekly order. Um, if you are doing how-to content, you can spend a Saturday or a Sunday knocking out four, six, eight videos. You can even have your kids watching you do that, or even have your kids on the video. So that 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 you know you you'll be best dad of the year if you bring your yeah. kids on your YouTube videos. Um, so you can create your content, and as I say, if you're creating one video per week, you do eight videos. That's two months worth of content. And I'll guarantee you, your kids are going to be asking, daddy, 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 when are we doing YouTube videos again? When are we doing YouTube yeah. videos again? So you'll, you'll be pestered into making them rather than, oh, where can I get the time? You know, kids don't want to necessarily play football. They want to go, daddy, when can we do YouTube videos? So yeah, exactly. Um, or, or, or just blending it out. And the good thing and the nice thing about YouTube, which you've exactly just said there is, there's going to be a pressure about doing live streams on Facebook or sharing. Yeah. Let's, let's make this dinner recipe and see me cook yeah. it. But like when you watch Norris nuts, my kids love Norris nuts. And I, I actually enjoy Norris nuts. It is, it, it is just really enjoyable. They are nailing it. Um, yeah. The, um, but it's film or it's the videos almost, it's like it's live, but obviously it's, been edited a bit and, yeah. and had some stuff flying and it's kind of fun and chopped up. So, so it flows neatly. So yeah, it feels like it's live, but it's not live. So people shouldn't have that pressure of, 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 or what we're going to do. And is it going to be awkward? And how's the light going to be? They're just, they're like, I decided we're going to do it on me and me and the kids making muffins. Okay, yeah. Great. And then, and then it's been filmed. It's had a little bit of, of, of editing and then it's gone up live and, and, where okay so this leads nicely on to they're planning that content they're going to yeah. make eight so that's two months worth of, of yeah. video contents produced over one weekend obvious questions but perhaps not to people who haven't looked at this subject before how long is a good video and where do you go to find out what would be a, a, a title that your audience would want to watch Oh, well, funnily enough, um, I've, I've just released a video that answers the second oh, question. Um, but how long is a good video? Great question. Um, the thing is, there's never a video that's too long, only a video that's too boring. Okay. Um, so this is where your editing skills need to be sharpened. The best is like cutting out the stuff that doesn't support the story of your video. And even if it's a how-to video, you still have a story in your video. Um like we work with our clients, sometimes we'll do, uh, we have to edit a video for a client and there's like, we'll take like 30 seconds of information out of that particular video because it doesn't support 
the flow or the story in that video. So um, edit more on your content. Um, that may mean that your video might be that bit shorter, but it will flow a lot better. Uh, we recommend our your videos are like six to 12, maybe 14 minutes long. If they're longer than that, that's fine. As long as you have a good story and a good uh, people are, are watching the whole way through. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing worse than you making a 10 minute video and people have dropped off at two minutes. And should it, people yeah. say at the beginning, like as a good way to keep them watching to the end, do you say, this is what we're going to do. Like you should be watching this because later on we're going to show you how, like we're going to show you not just how to make the cake, but we're going to show you what it looks like when it comes out and then how to decorate it. So there's like, so you're preempting what's coming later in the video. So they keep watching. Is that, is that a good way? of? Yeah. Well, if, well if, we're, if we're going to use that, that example, then you would show the end result first. So because people want to see what it's going to look like at the beginning, rather right. than they'll just scrub to the end and see what it looks like, or they'll see from the thumbnail uh, or they should see from the thumbnail anyway. Um, so the, you'll show them, this is, Hey, this is the chocolate gato we're going to make, blah, blah, blah. And me and the, me and the three kids are going to make it. And I'm going to show you how you can do it in less than like 40 minutes, whatever your, your hook is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you dive into the story about, okay, so I've got my ingredients here and here are the kids. I'm going to get them to do the wet stuff. Here's the dry stuff, whatever that story is. But what you could do is you can go and stay tuned all the way to the end as I give you a quick tip on how you can get super duper icing um, in less than 30 seconds, whatever that little sort of intriguey bit is that you can hook uh, people on your video to stay to the end um, that, that even a two-year-old can make something like that. Um, so yeah, put, put that little bit, that little um, teaser in there for them that they want to stay to the end to get that valuable information. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this is, uh, we can't cover this right now. Okay. But there's, if someone's putting their channel together, yeah, there's lots of things they need to do to set that channel up. Right. Yep. Um, and you know, feel free to mention, I'm sure this is in some of your courses and, and, and stuff, yep. but that's not something that people should ignore. Is it? There are some basics that people need to do to give them a, a platform for success. Absolutely. And there's, there's certain ways to optimize your YouTube channel, like with your name, your about section, your channel keywords, all that stuff is vital to have on there. And in fact, I do have it in my courses, but if you're not interested in that, you want a free resource, check out my YouTube channel. I have a full video on how to set up your YouTube channel step by step. And I think that's the name of the video. So there's a whole, I think it's 15, 16 minutes or something like that. So it walks you through setting up your account through to optimizing your channel. Um, so that that's available on the, my YouTube channel for, for free. Yeah, totally. I'm just going to, I'll flash it up in the, in the chat on there, but it's basically, if someone just searches David Walsh on YouTube, they're going to come up with your, with your exactly. Channel, right? Yeah. Okay. Filter. And YouTube's success just keeps growing, right? I mean, it's, it's, is there, is it getting harder, do you think, or is because there's still however many billion people on the planet not even got access to the internet, it's still plenty of time for people to to get started and be successful? Um, well, yes, it's getting harder, and yes, there's still time. Um, like, it's not as easy as it was, say, in 2013. Um, it was like, the, back then, I think it was 
200 hours of video are uploaded every minute. Now, they say it's 400 hours that are uploaded, but I think it's more to, closer to five, even 600 hours of video are uploaded every single minute. So there's a lot of content being uploaded. Um, and it's, you know, it's a lot of kids. It's a lot of gamers. Um, it's a lot of want to be famous uh, kids who want to be famous on YouTube. Um, so there's, there is more competition today than there was back in the day. Um, but there's going to be more competition tomorrow. So, um, yeah, five years ago was the best time to start YouTube. Today is the, the next best time to start. Yeah, that's the classic one, isn't it? Exactly. And when it comes to then monetizing, you know, like yeah. it, people will be thinking, I want to start this YouTube channel, yeah. but how can I make some money out of it? People should be thinking about what, what are the different ways in which people can make money out of, out of YouTube? And I, you know, again, not the time or space to go into real detail yeah. here, but if, if, if people are thinking about that, what, what, what are some of the ways that you can give suggestions to? So I'll, I'll take a step back from the money thing first. Okay, cool. When step, when, uh, like your mindset when you're starting out should be that you want to grow your community. Um, not focus on the money to begin with until you get to a certain point, but focus on building your community, uh, focus on building your subscribers, focus on getting the views and the watch time on your videos, which is how long people are watching your content. Focus on that. Don't worry. Don't focus on the money just yet. Once you get momentum and like you need a minimum of 1000 subscribers and 4000 hours of watch time. Once you get that, you then apply to Mr. YouTube. Mr. YouTube will go yay or nay. Nine times out of 10, they'll go yay. Uh, that's when you will get monetization on your YouTube channel and you can get a couple of pennies per view um, on your, well, per thousand views on your videos. And that's, that's because that's when people, they show an ad at the beginning or something. Correct. And oh. if you make a video that's eight minutes or longer, they can show ads at the end. And well, they can show ads midway through. They can show an ad at the beginning and the end if it's for all videos, once you're monetized and they can show ads midway through if your video is eight minutes or longer. So that's why I'm saying longer videos uh, are better because once you get monetization, YouTube promote your videos more because those are the videos that they make money from. Ah, got that. that you see? You see, and that's why when we're working with clients, we want to get them to monetize as quickly as possible and switch on monetization, even if it's a business channel, because YouTube are promoting those videos more. Yeah. Now it's important for people to realize a thousand surprise subscribers. Oh my gosh, that's an insane number. But we're not talking about a thousand people in your town. We're talking about a thousand people out of seven billion busy business dads from around the world. Could could we get them onto the Team Super Dad page? Brilliant. Okay, yeah. That's that sounds feasible. So that's that's one that's just one element of monetization, and that's with YouTube. Now, there are a whole plethora of other ways you can monetize your YouTube channel. And this goes back to why I'm saying focus on building your community and your subscribers. Yeah. Uh, and this is where the real money is. Um, more and more uh, brands are looking for niche uh, channels. They, they, they're they doing deals with the big YouTubers or whatever who've got 100,000 or a couple of million subscribers or whatever. But they're looking more and more recently for channels that maybe have 1,000 subscribers or 5,000 or 10,000 subscribers even that are in a very specific niche. So if you have a targeted group of people that say Vauxhall car appreciation appreciation people, whatever, you know, people who just love 
uh, Vauxhalls or people who love classic cars. Yeah. Now, that is a very specific niche. They're very rabid about that topic, anything around um, that subject. So you can sell more. Uh, you can uh, you can uh, get brand deals from uh, companies who are targeting those people because it increases the likelihood of those uh, people buying from them because they don't have a lot of stuff out in the world to buy um, easily. So if you can focus on a particular niche or particular area, you can make a lot more money with a smaller YouTube channel. Yeah, and everyone should should start that way. They shouldn't be thinking, oh, well, I can't restrict myself to to um, dads with beards who like motorbikes. But like, well, but I tell actually, if you are one, if that's what you are and that's what you love, it's going to be easier to make the content. Yeah. You're going to be able to relate to the people that are watching your videos better. Yeah. And what you just said is that beard oil company or that motorbike exactly. um, or company is going to want to be all company or whatever, you know, your, your YouTube channel, the beardy rider or whatever, you know, could all of a sudden be getting a couple of grand a month um, from brand deals. As I say, you've got the beard oil, you've got the motorbike leathers, you've got um, Kawasaki or Norton or whatever, wanting to put stuff on your channel. You know, you get, you get free days out on a track on a motorbike. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You see, all of these things can add up over time and it can be worth 20, 30, 40, 50 grand a year um, in, yeah. in free stuff. I, uh, I, was, I've, I haven't spoken to you for a few years, but there's a guy who's got a tank park. And you know, like the old Will It Blend? Yeah. He making videos with his tank park. Like yeah. Tank, will, will It Crush. It, say again? Will It Crush. Yeah, Will It Crush. He was just driving, driving his tank over things channel blew up he filled his tank experience day his wife thought he was nuts and then when he when he started covering their mortgage yeah um, she wasn't she was she was laughing from, from totally different the ads she was like go and buy another tank yes Please go and buy another tank whereas before she was saying if you buy another tank I i'm mean. reporting you yeah <laughs> the uh that's awesome this um another question just come in it kind of dovetails into this nicely uh, about pushing traffic to your YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, this, this, um, by the way, guys, guys and gals, if you go to streamyard.com forward flash, forward flash, forward slash Facebook, you can give Streamyard permission to show your face. Um, or you may not want to, which is why you haven't. But that question there is asking about pushing traffic from other yeah. channels to promote your YouTube yeah. channel, which I guess in, in essence is a, is it a question about how do you promote your YouTube channel really? Yeah. So yeah, it's vital that, to, especially when you're beginning and even throughout your whole, YouTube career is that you're still promoting your content. Um, like when uh, people you know, people think that when they set up a channel, if they're working with someone like us, they can just give us a video and they don't have to do anything. That's so far from the truth. They still have to promote your, uh, their content. They still have to go out and go into the communities, um, whatever niche they're in, and say, hey, you've got a video that helps you with this. Um, you know, all of these sort of things. It's vital, like Facebook communities, forums, Reddit, um, blogger, all of these, uh, blog forums, uh, blog sites, even posting on your own website on a blog or whatever like that. You still need to put in work to promote your content because there's so much content being uploaded. YouTube, it's, well, it's YouTube's ball. They can do whatever they like and they're not going to actively 
go, oh, I like you. Let me promote your stuff. You have to prove yourself to them that your stuff is valuable for them to promote. So the more you promote yourself, the more YouTube will end up promoting you back. Oh, okay. And what about, I know the answer to this, but this is a good one for anyone watching. If you put a YouTube link onto LinkedIn and even Facebook, they're not always that happy about pushing traffic back to them. So what should someone do about that? Uh, We put it in the comments area. So I will put, usually I'll put the thumbnail of the video on the main post with some text on there. And then my call to action is click the link in the first comment below uh, to see the video. So uh, Facebook, Facebook have cottoned onto this and they're doing a mini preview in the comment area now, like they used to play the full video on the main post. Um, But you still click out of Facebook into YouTube. And that's the most important thing that your viewer will click out of whatever platform they're on, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever, uh, and go to YouTube because those views don't necessarily register on YouTube, like especially on the Facebook player. Um, So it's it's vital that you get them from the platform onto the YouTube page. Now, if it's embedded on your own website, that's a different story. Uh, There's no technology there stopping YouTube registering that as a view. Um, but if when it's on, on other social platforms, definitely try to get them onto YouTube as much as possible. So is pushing people to your blog a sensible idea or do you really Absolutely. want to get them onto YouTube? Absolutely. And if you can get your videos embedded on other people's websites, great. And that's why I'm saying like with groups and forums, um, if you if you connect with um, your people, like minded people in a forum or something like that, and you get permission to post your videos in there, those signals back to YouTube that people are embedding your content are a great way for YouTube to register that this video is important. Ah, so someone who's wandering around Facebook upsetting group owners by putting their content in there, much better that they go and do a search online for um, bearded biker community or bearded biker forum. Reddit is a great one, yeah. So they, uh, they find even- a group of people who and there's not actually any restrictions to posting content there in fact yeah. it's designed for content to be posted there in fact if you if there are facebook groups just offer your content for free say hey i've got these videos i'm more than happy to give it to you um to to post up there to create engagement to uh, in, educate your audience but then at some point you can go okay so i've given you 20 videos or 10 videos or whatever i would like then for for you to just post the link to my youtube video and send the traffic over there are put in the, uh, the, the, the YouTube video on the forum. So you give them something for free and then they give you traffic back. Yeah. And people shouldn't get caught up in worrying that that's some complex internet marketing strategy. It's just real life. It's like going to a barbecue and drinking all the beer there without taking any beer yourself. Like it's like, this is normal stuff. You know, you're going to upset the barbecue host. If you turn up, eat the food and drink the beer, exactly. if, you if you turn up with some sausages and a six pack, you're going to, you, 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 you rock up with a couple of big T-bone steaks, you'll get people will like you very much. Yeah. You know, so and that's why I'm saying if you offer the content and you don't have to give them your whole library, just give them a couple of videos and um, that's of value and high, uh, high quality, then they will appreciate you. And then there won't be any problem for people for them to send you traffic to your YouTube channel. Yeah. And people need to remember or they won't remember, but they need to know and then remember it that anyone running a website, running a Facebook group, 
they're desperate for content. Exactly. Exactly. And if you save them time by not having to create videos or create content or buy anything like that, you're going to be their best friend. Yeah. It's just about setting that relationship up the right way. Exactly. It's just by like being open, being going, hey, like ex- not expecting anything from it, but the, the law of reciprocity will kick in at some point. It may not happen straight away. It might take a couple of months or it might take one or two different Facebook groups or forums or whatever, but it will kick in over time. Uh, uh, and then that's when you'll get that momentum. Yeah, totally. And a slight ch- change of change of tact, but what about dads and families and their kids wanting to create a video? Quite, you know, my kids want to do that and love yeah. making videos. They got their school in one ear telling them not to. Yeah. And then literally in their other, you know, looking to their left, they've got their Norris nuts. Uh, and oh, well, there's so many kids, isn't there? There's the, the, that family up, up in Birmingham. I'd forget what his name is, but he's classic. He's got him and his wife and they've got the two stepdaughters and it's just, it's, it's fun content. How concerned should dads be about their kids wanting to start a YouTube channel? And, and, and what, is there, is there anything they should consider that, that does make it safer? Um, just keep an eye on the channel. Like the comments are probably going to be the most dangerous area. Um, if there is anyone lurking, that's where they're going to be lurking um, type of thing. So, just be conscious of what people are putting in the comments and how your kids are responding to them. Um, just get, uh, obviously, if you're going to set up the channel, you'll have admin rights to it. So you'll see what's happening in the comments area. Um, that's pretty much it, really. Uh, obviously, you want to keep your content as clean as possible um, to help the YouTube gods. Um, w- with a kid's channel, um, there are some distinctions between a kid's channel and a normal channel. And this has come because of um, safety concerns over kids advertising to kids. Um, so the beginning of this year, um, all any channel that's re- that has been deemed for kids, and you select that in your settings. Yeah. Um, that if it's it's deemed for kids, they won't get any. Uh, in fact, they don't get any comments. So uh, that 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 comment went out the window. So there's no comments. There's no ads on those um, channels. You just get subscribers, but no one can comment on there. Yeah. So you're pretty safe, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, if, and if, how if somebody, I somebody's messaging you or whatever through other socials, that's probably where you're going to see, uh, have any dangers. Yeah. And how I see it is, is, is like anything in life with, particularly with our children is, is weighing up the pros and cons Yeah, and the confidence, the creativity, the life skills, the, and it's not even about being famous, but the networking, like other yeah kids and, and who, they, who who they're learning from and getting connected with and the other thing i say and, and strongly believe for parents is that anything you let your kids get involved with be involved as well there's no point having a perspective exactly. on minecraft if you've never played it or a perspective on Fortnite if you've never if you've never played it exactly so, and, and and the weird thing is like there's never been as much of an opportunity for anyone to make money in anything they love doing whether that's video games or playing with slime or making Lego or whatever, there is so much of an opportunity for people to make money doing anything today. The weirdest things you can get paid for. Um, so as you said, if, if the parent is giving out about the kids playing Minecraft, and I'm not, I'm not saying that all kids should be playing video games, uh, but if they have a skill at playing video games, 
and it's like the kid who won, who came second in the world. Oh yeah, your game champion, grand or something, year, wasn't it? Yeah, eighty grand or something yeah. like that. And his mother didn't like him playing video games till she went with him to the world championships. Saw what it was all about. Him, he wore, he made a wedge of money, and then she was like, "Yeah, he can play video games now." You know. Yeah. Um, so there, there are opportunities for kids to make a lot of money doing stuff that we wouldn't think is valuable. But then again, yeah. back in our day. Uh, wanting to play, you know, uh, wanting to be a famous footballer wasn't a career move. Uh, back in the seventies and the eighties, it was, you know, whereas today, most, a lot of parents are pushing their kids into football because yeah. it's a massive career move. So of course the next 10 years is going to be something completely different. Yeah. But equally going, going back from like scaling back from that, the 12 year old kids who's showing football skills for other 12 year old kids or for 10 year old kids exactly is more real and can he can connect with those other children maybe better than a than a than a pro footballer exactly you know i hope everyone sees from this conversation and they would have seen on youtube it's when you've made 20 videos and you've had five thousand people watch them that that former pro wants to come on your youtube channel and after another ten thousand videos that current premier league player wants to come on your channel and nothing uh, changes the fact that the kid started that channel in the beginning yep. to have some fun and to share their football skills, which is goes back to what you said about do it for the, do it because it's something you love. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. Uh, you can have a, you can have a, a, an eye on the money. There's potential there, obviously, but that's not the be all and end all. It's that you love what you do. Um, yep. And that's like with anything that, is successful like most things today that are successful people start out because they just loved doing it it's not a job but they just love to do it and as i said earlier you could get paid for stuff you love to do today more time but more so than any other time in history yeah totally well and like five live things there's always and now we're speaking to <laughs> random topic that you never heard of expert and yeah. where did they go and find the expert they typed it into youtube and yeah. uh and you know, i dare say that's happened to you i dare say you get uh um media opportunities as the youtube expert because in 2013 you started calling yourself a youtube expert exactly now a fun, funny thing is it's like the topic of this live is how to be youtube famous like that that for me is actually quite funny because uh, 2015, 2013, 2015, 20, 2015, I was at uh, VidCon, which is like a big YouTube sort of get together in, in L.A. And I was with a friend of mine and we were driving down through L.A. after the event and we were stopped by the police and they were just doing random breathalyzer tests. And uh, the, the guy I was with is Mormon, so he doesn't drink anyway. So we were quite safe. Yeah, and so the 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 officer asks him, um, so uh, what are y'all guys here for? He says, oh, we're here for VidCon. Oh, is that thing in the exhibition center where all the famous people that no one knows? And he says, that's <laughs> the one. That's the one. All the famous people that no one knows. So being YouTube famous back in 2014, 2015 is something very different than being YouTube famous today. Yeah, totally, totally. And uh, just as we start to to wrap up. Uh, first of all, where, you know, we, we mentioned some of your channels and, and stuff before. Um, this is, I think what I love about the YouTube subject still, to be honest, most of digital marketing, it's really basic and really accessible. Yeah. So if someone's having this idea and they've enjoyed today's content, 
then to take it the next step, you've got your free stuff on your YouTube channel and yep. you've got your other programs as well. So where, where, where should people come to find out more about those? Um, so if you go to davidwalshonline.com, uh, very easy. It's like every, everything around me is David Walsh Online. So yeah, go to davidwalshonline.com. I actually have a free video course there that if you want to dip your toes into uh, YouTube and setting up your channel and stuff, uh, what you like, what you need to do to be successful on there. I've got a free course, uh, YouTube Jumpstart, so you can download that now, and um, that's in there. And then we also have our paid programs. We have our YouTube Accelerator, uh, where we work with you for three months to basically ac- accelerate your YouTube channel. And this is typically for people who already have a a channel and want to grow it. Uh, then we also have our twelve month Academy as well. Uh, where we work with you over the 12 month period to yep. grow your channel. And then if, if you're, if you're a serious business owner, uh, we do have our done for you service, which is, uh, we work with, we basically do a lot of the work. You, we give you the list of content to create. Uh, we take care of your channel. You create the content. Uh, you promote the content and we'll promote it as well. But we do, we do a lot of the heavy lifting if you're a serious business owner. Yeah. That's, um, um, perfect for companies who are serious about this. The reality is if they're serious, then they should get the right support rather than um, trying to work it out for themselves um, because that's that learning curve. The value will be in speeding up the learning curve, not going through it slowly, which is actually the complete opposite for, for individuals where the value is in learning it all and and becoming really competent in, in each element. And just finally, what's your what, what channels do you enjoy? What's some of the some of the uh, fa- favorite channels you put um, on the spot? But what's I? Well, I my my lunchtime, I actually switch on my TV and I actually put on the YouTube app on my TV. Um, so some of the things I've been watching recently, like I've got into fasting in a big way. So I've been okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All all of that stuff is popping up on my uh, associated videos. Um, I like watching Beatles info as well. Um, one good channel that I like is, um, the, uh, uh, behind the song. So they'll pick a, like a famous song from the eighties or the nineties or even the seventies. And they'll interview that particular band about how they came up with that song. So I find that very interesting. Yeah, brilliant. Like they, they're only like five, six minute videos. So very interesting. Uh, that's a Dutch TV, um, company. I think it's a Dutch TV, uh, channel and they just put those videos up on YouTube. So I enjoyed them a lot. Um, what else? Um, Tom Billu, I like watching. Oh some yeah, I love Tom. Stuff. Oh, he's he's. Do you know what? He's smashing it. The uh, I watched a video the other day, a, a Wayne Dyer video, but it was yeah. actually a montage that that he mashed up, and he'd had two million views on this Wayne Dyer. Flipping yeah, ten, ten, ten things that Wayne Dyer says. And, uh, and, and there, he does really good behind the scenes stuff of how he runs, how he runs his business and how he structures his day as well. So yeah. really, really, you know, I think just fine as I'm running out of time, last thing, people should go and find a YouTube channel of someone who's doing something that they're thinking of doing yeah. And, yeah. or a parallel ones. So if you're going to go and be a dad channel, maybe go and look at a successful mum channel and just see some of the things that they're doing, pick out the bits you like, leave the other yeah. bits behind. Yeah. Um, and, and create a version of your own. Exactly. I, I, I would, I would say pick a number of them because you're going to pick elements from each and then find those common things that you find are working on all of them so that you yeah. know you need to put them on your channel. Yeah. Awesome. 
Wow, David, this has been amazing. Thank you. And, and like I said, uh, uh, somewhere down the line, a Q&A inside the Team Superdad community will be absolutely brilliant. Um, I hope a whole bunch of people come over and, and check out some of your uh, your courses. I signed up for the seven-day challenge the other day, so I'll, I'll be working on some of that through the through the Team Superdad uh, uh, YouTube channel. And just really, really great to get to know you and connect with you here. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you very awesome. much. Awesome. i see you soon, David. Cheers. Bye now. Wow, I absolutely love that, and I hope you did too, Team Superdad listeners. David Walsh is a top bloke, and the coolest thing about his story is that it hasn't taken that long in the grand scheme of things. You know, it's it's been a, a an idea, then something he just had to learn along the way, a degree in there of confidence and dedication, but through that, he's made it happen, and he's making money, he's enjoying his life. He's always smiling. So if you're a dad, obviously you probably are. But, you know, as a dad, if you've got that idea for a business, for a new, I don't know, I mean, this was about making money, but it could also be about having fun, you know, hobbies and interests, really. But don't be stopped by the idea that you don't know how to do it or you don't know where to start. Too many people, too many people have brilliant ideas. I, to be quite honest, I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I invented Uber uh, when I was at uni, except it was about lift sharing. And I know there are lift sharing rides, but I had this idea that if you know you could get back and forth to uni with other students for much cheaper than you could get the train. But uh, like all my ideas at university, it was just a uh, a stoned <laughs> stoned thought rattling around my head as we played Mario Kart. But don't let those thoughts die, you know. If you have the thought, the idea, start to flesh it out, get it up on the wall, talk to people about it, you know, literally dig into it and explore. And don't be stopped by the idea or the concern that, oh, what will happen? What what will it work? Won't it work? What will the wife say? Will we make enough money? How long will it take? If you play with your ideas, if you lean into them, then stuff will start to happen. You will attract people towards you. You will start noticing things in magazines or on other podcasts. You will literally attract the information to you that you need. So get out there and do it. And if that's a message that you, you know, really resonates with you, then come along and check out the Hero Academy because that's exactly the kind of stuff we do in the Hero Academy. It is about your focus and your self-belief. It's about having ideas uh, for yourself and for your life and for your family and following through on them really getting the knowledge and support to make stuff happen, whether it is your finances, whether it's about getting fit, or whether it's about having, you know, more fun with your with your family and loved ones. It is all happening inside the Hero Academy. So come on over to teamsuperdad.com forward slash Hero Academy. And, uh, and, and if you're not already in the free group on Facebook, then come and join us there. If you've enjoyed this, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Share away, get as many other men, mums, granddads, grannies, whoever you want, share the podcast with them. It'll be really great to get as many people on the Team Superdad bus as possible. My name's Johnny. I look forward to working with you soon. Team Superdad out. Bye. This has been Team Superdad. Find us at teamsuperdad.com.